Welcome to the Talking Bluntly Podcast with Justin Keithley and me, old Greg Thomas. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yes, I like it when I'm not cut off at the... the really? Thing. We're still bringing that up? Yeah, man, I'm salty. Unintentional. Hey, really guys, salty. We're back and I'm salty like the roads of Oklahoma City <laughs> after yeah, we, our whatever you call it. We that. got like a really weird snow out of nowhere. I mean, they said it was going to happen on the, uh, on the weather forecast, but we don't believe anything they say. Yeah, it's hard to believe them when they're right. You're like, oh, wow, you got one right. I, I'm telling you, only I, I'm writing a bit right now about I don't know how like politicians and weathermen like we believe everything they say. They're both like the they, biggest paid liars in but the world. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. can be wrong 90% of the time, but yet yeah. we believe them. Well, yet I and yet I think only one of them is necessary, and that's the weathermen. I don't think politicians are that necessary anymore. But what do I know? Yeah, I mean they are, but just the way I don't know. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. Yeah, let's not get into that. There's too much, too much going on around this here world. Because I'm guessing if you're listening to two stone guys talk bluntly about stuff, you're probably not coming here for your news. Yeah, if you are, I have news for you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're uh, smart. You're staying off the grid. Oh yeah, and honestly, we're not. Uh, yeah, we're not. We're not shills. We're not paid by anyone. Man, we don't get paid at all. I yeah. mean, I made ninety bucks this weekend doing comedy at two places, and that is probably the most I've made in a weekend not being at a comedy club. So, did Chandler put on the first show? No, the first show is by Joe Miller and her. Uh, it's the All Things Podcast in Tulsa. Her guy's Castro, and he's like, I think he's a rapper. And then she's a comic. Her little sister is actually on the show. She, they're both very funny. It was a fun time. I mean, I had a good time. There was just some awkwardness with people that have the pronoun thing going, and I don't really, you know, obviously I'm out of the loop on some of that because I'm like, oh. still tra- I'm still trying to grasp a few things. Actually, and I, so on that subject, someone brought something up to me, and I hadn't thought about it, again, because it's just out of my purview mm-hmm. as a as a white hetero. Yeah, I figured, uh, I thought our opinions don't matter. Why do I need to talk about they it? They definitely don't. But the funniest thing is, like, uh, uh, the podcast I was in, it's literally a football podcast, and it's from the NFL, but the producer of the show is a female, and she's hilarious, but she's, you know, she's a lesbian, and mm-hmm. so they're talking about her going on vacation. They think, like, I don't know, she might propose, and they're like, okay, so it's because it's women, do you both, like, because they're older than we are, like, the other oh, dudes okay. on the show, they're like, so, like, straight up, do, like, both y'all wear rings? Does, like, who decides? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, like uh, no, because, and I was like, god damn, like, I honestly hadn't thought about it. Engagement ring is usually only worn by the lady, right? Right, but they're both ladies, and, like, and they're, and in this particular couple, they're both very effeminine oh, okay. type. So, like, they were, and then she was, like, filling them in. She's like, oh, and actually, a lot of the times... If they both feel like it's coming, they'll both literally just walk around with the rings and wait for the other one to do it, and they'll do, like, a duel. Well, that's pretty cool. So, like, so she's taking off on a vacation. Shout out Ricky Hollywood. Nice. She's taking her vacation during free agency week, which is their busiest week, and she's like, oh, by the way, I'm going on vacation to Cancun with my you know, girlfriend. Good call. And so they're like, if you don't come back. One of y'all doesn't come back with a ring on your finger. We're going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. And they were like, she was like, I mean, I think she might. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing. Like, I, I mean, okay, I'm not, 
I don't have that uh, story of like, yeah, we went to eat and the sun was out and the stars were coming out. And I no, we were like, oh shit, you're pregnant. Oh man, we gotta at least be married before our baby's born, just in case. Uh, she's Catholic, so oh, I I believe mean, me, I was there. That's why I got married the first time. Yeah, so because like, that Catholic oh, guilt. There was no like, uh, what's it called? Like, oh, let's make it cool. Like, uh, ooh, let's make a really romantic proposal. I mean, that sounds cool. I like that, but I feel like it's kind of like the gender reveal thing. It's getting a little outrageous. Like, oh, dude, yeah. you're making it hard for everybody. Like, that's what I'm saying. I used to have a bit, and I need to rework it about how I never understood because people go through all this stuff for engagements. How mm-hmm. come when people serve their spouses with divorce papers, they don't do with the same fervor now that you probably hate that person? Yeah, I feel like there would Why be more isn't gusto, right? A mariachi band, perhaps? It I'm shows here up to, to divorce you today. Right, that's what I'm saying. You've been a bitch to me for too long. And that's what I'm saying. You've like, made, or, you're made my whole life caca de toro, <laughs> so it's over. That's what I'm saying, like, or like... You know, uh, sorry about the shitty Mexican accents. But yeah, Greg. these. Yeah, none of these. Sorry, <laughs> all these accents done by the whites. Uh, oh, I apologize man. for it. Anyway, but that's what I'm saying. I've never understood why there's not more gusto put into. That's what I was thinking like, why isn't that a thing? Well, for for you in some of your situations with your old ex ladies, like it seems like as bad as they are to you now, that they would have been real happy to send you like a balloon that you pop and it says. It's yeah. over or whatever. Or like it's like a black cloud of dust that like blinds you or <laughs> yeah. something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sends like, you a cat that jumps out of the basket and attacks you. It's the something. ashes of the actual like marriage license. Burned yeah, it's and something. It, yeah. But I'm just saying people are just like, I'm going to have my lawyer send these papers. I'm like, nah, fuck that, bro. Like if you want her to sign these papers, serve it up. She big. works like at a law firm. You get this like dude that serves people dressed as mariachis, and you list out all your problems out loud in front of all your bosses and stuff like that. Oh, She'll uh, sign those papers quick. Yeah, very quickly. Like, Give me the fucking. She papers. may not even read them. Probably not. <laughs> that's true. That, that's actually a decent idea for like it. A mariachi bit. I was also thinking if you had like a cowboy, like they walked around. He's like, he's like, turns out. We're gunning for divorce. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one is the acapella group with the funny hats. Oh, absolutely. Like a barbershop quartet. It's like, I'm done with you, bitch. (laughs) I'm cutting you out of my life. Like I cut my hair last night. (laughs) You know, some bullshit. Get a Gaelic dude with bagpipes. A bagpiper. Dude. And the thing is, you don't even have to look for a good one. You could hire a shitty bagpiper to just play the worst you've ever heard. And then he's like, he said it's over. Yeah. Hello. And then they flash. He's her. like, no, it's like, you're not getting off scotch free, sonny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, stupid. Oh, my gosh. That Weird. was really dumb. I might have to write that down later. That's you're funny. not getting off scotch-free. <laughs> <laughs> He does like the memorial song, but like a woman sends a dude in. Yeah. And he's playing like the sad song. He's like, I'm playing this for your bank account, mate. (laughs) You're going to have to give it half away. Yeah. Like, send Jeff Bay, like, Bezos' wife would have sent him like a Scotsman. Like, but she would have been able to afford like a whole. Or like a marching band. I'm just saying. There's a lot you can do. Guys, I'm just saying if we need to put as much. 
attention and things respect we do on I feel like asking if, to end marriages. If there's anyone that should use something like that, maybe it's Kim Kardashian. Send oh my. something to Kanye with like a, She's single now. Oh yeah, I forgot. She is single. He would be the one that's sitting in that like Oh my god. Hey, uh I like Kanye, but you don't know what, threaten what, uh, what, Hugh, what, what he please. should do oh. what he really should do is just start writing stuff in the sky with airplanes. Totally. So she that has no point but to look at it. She just She's like, oh shit, he's back. I just didn't like that he went after DL like that. It was that very, cool. it was very, uh, yeah. I mean, he's. Because DL Hughley's like, uh, as a comedian, he's one of my, like, he's one of those guys that's up there on the list of like, man, this dude's been doing it a while and he's stayed funny. And that he's changed stayed with the funny times. And, uh, yeah, he's always been on the side of like, you know, has always been like true to his word and never backed down. So you got to exactly. respect somebody like that. But, yeah, that's, that shit's getting crazy over there. But what did get crazy was the NFL this week. And let me tell you something. The thing is, we were supposed to have a fantasy uh, free agency thing, but most of our fantasies came true, kind of. Yeah, like ludicrous style. But let's be honest, there's one person that's just a little bit happier than most. It's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. <laughs> he came back. Aaron Rodgers, thank you for not making us wait the whole summer, and uh, I appreciate it. I know you and your lady broke up because of the all back that. together. Oh, there you Reunited go. Reunited, and it feels so good. That goes two ways. Him and his girl, and he's reunited with all his cheese heads. Like, yeah. yeah, and... Gets to keep Devonte at least one more year so they can work out a deal. Oh, man, I hope they him. pay him a lot because he's going to have a hell of a year being the franchise guy. He's like, oh, you guys don't think you should have paid me? Do okay. you think he shows up? Uh, I don't think he doesn't not show up because I, he, he already said like, well, you know, uh, I don't care about the, what did he say last year? He's like, it's not about trying to make sure they pay me. I'm just here to show up. I'm going to be here. So it's like, oh, okay. Because he could have held out last year if he really wanted. I mean, I'm pretty sure because of like DeAndre Hopkins' contract. Because what it is is it's the average of the top three at that position. Yeah, and DeAndre Hopkins' contract is so fucking ridiculous. He's going to get a lot for one year. Yeah. So, and I know you guys have. Uh, did you guys make any huge cuts or anything? Not that I saw. Like I know they might not. I know the Smith and uh, the other Smith might not. Hopefully they Zedarius keep, and Preston. Hopefully Preston Smith returns, but Zadarius might not because he was hurt most of the year, and I don't think they're going to start him over Gary because Gary Gary is a big monster. And uh, yeah, I really like uh, what your team did, God, getting to keep the crew together. Yeah. So now, do you ship Love, or do you just have him as a really good backup for the next? Five years. If I'm love and I'm smart, I stay there and play behind Rogers to where I learn everything but I can. For from six me. years now. Well, Rogers had to play behind Far for four. So six. Yeah, that's hey, love. Half. You're not that good, bud. No, but I'm just saying the only way that's you get time. better is yeah. with playing time. Yeah, he's not gonna. I mean, I don't know because look, does Rogers, a quarterback needy team maybe trade for love and you get a little something back for him? Maybe, but my deal with Rodgers is he's going to be getting older in these four years. You're going to need somebody who can back him up. Why not have be a guy that's been there a little while? I don't know. Because he wasn't great against Kansas City, but it's Kansas City. So it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm di- No, no. 100%. Oh, and then the line's not so good. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, like, uh, do you try to get something for him now, or do you just have him as a really good backup, and you just let him go when his rookie deal's up because you're not paying him that much? And that's what I think they do. I try to honestly. I try to get something for him, and then you're what like, "What do they get for him though? He doesn't have a fucking third round pick from the Steelers." The set. There's so many quarterback needy teams true. right now. That is true. 
So, yeah, maybe they do. I don't know exactly what the plan is because them bringing Rodgers back means Rodgers talked with the front office. So he's probably like, hey, you know what? I'd love to see love walk out the door. <laughs> and they said MVS like is probably out the door because he's going to command like 10 mil a year right now. Who's MVS? Uh Marquez Valdez Scantling, the wide receiver, MVS. Oh, the one that only played like seven games last year. The one that was really fast and he caught the ball half the time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, take it easy, take a hike, bro. If you want that much money, you're gonna have to leave. Cause... Well, they. I think it's just there's a lot of money to spend with a lot of. Yeah, receiver is a big deal. You're gonna need that, and he's got speed, so he's always gonna be somebody that might get a good contract. But I don't think the Packers need to pay him that much because. That Rodgers kid they uh, drafted last year, he needs to start. Amari Rodgers, yeah. He and they're going to give him more chances because yeah. they gave a uh, – man, y'all had like all those fucking really terrible yeah, they had receivers for all those years. I mean, it's because they never actually do well at drafting a receiver. The last good well, one they draft. Do. You just well, don't draft them. The last them. one they got was uh, – he ended up being the legend that is Devontae Adams. But they got and him that was in the, the third sec- round. The second round. Second round. You mm-hmm. get him in the second round and, like, then yeah. you got all those other guys. So I'm interested to see what they do with their first-round pick this year. I mean, I know there's no, like – we don't have to worry about him getting a quarterback in the first round because there's Probably no going to have to go offensive line, though, right? Probably, but – because, no. I mean, you, you might have to ask Bakhtiari to take what they call in the business an old haircut. and he take a little, take a little haircut and drop some of it down. Yeah, so I, I'm wondering if he's going to convert any of his stuff to the bonuses. I hope so, uh, because he played one game last year. Tomorrow starts the tampering period. So we'll start hearing about deals tomorrow around noon. Our uh, phones will start lighting up with huge free agent deals. But uh, old Greg's pretty happy as well. Yeah, you guys got to keep your linebacker. That yeah, we really did. Good. Uh, Harold Landry staying around a five year. Okay, here's a question: What yeah. if uh, Titans wanted to grab Love? Would you go? Okay, yeah, let's see what they trade for to back up Tannehill. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure, because I think Tannehill might have like two, three years left in Tennessee. That's a way shorter leash, I think, than. But Rogers' deal is really three years guaranteed, and that yeah. fourth is kind of like if he still up in the air play, if he's still yeah. playing. Because I feel like if they do win a Super Bowl, he's not going to come back after that. He wants to win and go out on top. He's got three years to try. Yeah, so Harold Landry gets five years, 87.5, 53 guaranteed mil. He's very good. What about the big lineman that is he like he's on a good contract, right? Because that dude was bad. Oh, Jeff Simmons is still on okay. his rookie deal. He'll be oh, next. shit. He'll be. Yeah, he's still on his rookie deal. We drafted him when the draft was in Nashville. Oh, okay. So he tore his knee before, right before the combine. Well, that's even better than. And he was supposed to be like a top five pick. Yeah, he fell to us at like eighteen or twenty two or something like that, and we picked him up. And he's like, just super damn grateful that we took a chance. Like he has a giant chip on his shoulder. Monster. Hey, that's why I say shout outs to Joey B because he got through that game and made it all the way to the Super Bowl because that dude was eating his lunch five times. Oh my! It was amazing. But we also cut uh, in order to make some. uh, We had to make some some changes. We were five mil over the uh, cap. We saved. Ten point four. We cut Pro Bowl guard uh, Roger Saffold had kind of a bad year, and we drafted a guy at right tackle last year who looked more like a guard. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to slide over there. Ray Duns out of uh, North Dakota State also cut our backup right tackle and saved three point four mil. So you guys did a little bit of what you call uh, little, spring cleaning. We did a little spring clean. We also released a. Uh, this was his second year. 
a second round pick running back, uh, Darrington Evans at Appalachian State cut him. Uh, just couldn't stay healthy. Kind of a smaller dude. Yeah. Couldn't stay healthy. It sucks. But uh, I'm interested to see what we do. I think that signals uh, Devontae Foreman, the guy that looked like Derrick Henry, the seven, the one that's like just a little bit smaller, yeah. dreads coming up. I think that signifies that we're going to try to work out a deal with him. I don't know, it'd be cool to see both those guys killing it. Uh, yeah. And oh. I mean, for, for my team, we're not going to have a shit ton of money to spend. Yeah. Uh, but I don't some, think Green Bay does either. But some big moves happened. Yeah, there's Russell Wilson. Big, uh, speaking of big moves, check out this show that's going to be on BBC soon. It's a it's a commercial on uh, MMA Junkie. The man Putin couldn't kill. What the fuck, dude? Like that's literally look. It's right here on MMA Junkie. It's like BBB BBC Select. I was thinking like Big Black Hawk Select. Uh, oh my god! And it's like oh, no. telling you. But hey, that's almost as big a deal as Denver Ever, getting uh, yeah, Russell, Russell dude, Wilson. Russell Wilson for uh, for a pretty decent. There's a lot of uh, the me. Of the Denver fans, like all, all mad because Rogers signed his deal, and then a little bit later when they got Russell Wilson, they're like, I, yeah. I think, um, I think they knew that Rogers was going to stay. Yeah, yeah, they were. And just, so I'm wondering. So first of all, the Broncos. Denver's the one that has one of the Green Bay coaches, right? As the head Nathaniel coach, Hackett. that's why it was like, oh, he's going to go here, maybe, yeah. maybe. No, 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 and that's that's what was the big line. But so Nathaniel Hackett gets Russell Wilson. And a fifth round pick, and they send two ones, two twos, a fourth, Shelby Harris, a defensive tackle, Noah Fant, a tight end. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. For a. But. I mean, Russell think, Wilson's really good. I'm not going to say. But if you put Russell Wilson with Jared Judy, mm-hmm. Portland Sutton. Give him a good Tim offensive Padgett, line. And the. No, the line's not bad. Yeah, I think, but uh, and a real running game because he was really good when he had. Well, they have Melvin. Yeah, and they have Melvin Gordon there, and they have a dope rookie who just had a good year, Jamal Williams, out of uh, North Carolina. Oh, okay, really, really good. So that's cool. But man, what what really shocked me was uh, you're the the Bears. Yeah, they traded away Khalil Mack, which is weird. For a second and a sixth. Because he's going to the Chargers, right? Correct. Yeah. So here's the thing. That AFC West. Yeah. Like I bet Russell Wilson's like, oh, fuck. I thought I was getting Oakland. A- Uh-oh. Dude, pretty good defense. Yeah. Pretty good defense. And there's rumors. Rumors. Whispers. Rumors. Whispers under the night. Derek Carr for Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay, that's what I see right here on uh, ESPN's. Like, will Baker get traded? And the, 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 there's a little bit dude, of Baker to the Raiders would be fucking awesome. He could. That's a place he could go, and like you people know, people would love him. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. He's, he's just brash enough to be an Oakland Raider. And if you give him an offense where it's not like he has to play by like one, two, three. If you give him a little bit of like, he yeah. can be a wild card and do what he. Well, the Browns just got Amari Cooper, so if he gets to stay there, he's got a and new Jarvis weapon. Landry's going to be out there for trade, yeah. and I'm like. Come on, Titans. Do you know how yeah. good Jarvis Landry would be with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones? But Dude. here's the thing. We made a, a wish list. Yeah, we had a wish list, and then most of mine came true because it was involving Rodgers and getting Amari Cooper or keeping Devontae Adams. Well, But Amari Cooper on the Browns. Yeah, and uh, Adams so far and Rodgers are on Green Bay. So, so it all, And I actually asked for... Uh, you know, Landry was my re-signing request. That would be cool. Uh, also, rumor mill says uh, Tunyon. 
Robert Tunyon, your tight end, is going to agree to like a one-year team-friendly deal because he's going to have to rehab for yeah, a yeah. lot of the year. But he's going to come back. Yeah. Okay. Because he like as soon as he went down, the offense changed a lot. Slowed. They didn't have that weapon in the middle to fuck with the linebackers. Yeah. All they had was old Mercedes Lewis, who's I love him, but he's a slow guy. Yeah. Moving at half the speed of smell. And Tunyon had a fucking hell of a year his last year. He Ooh. had like 11 touchdowns. So if there wasn't uh, tight ends like uh, Kelsey and a couple other guys in the league, he might have led tight ends and touchdowns. So you got Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Ooh. Oakland that we just talked about. And Max Crosby, their defensive end. They just extended him, gave him big money. He's a monster pro bowler. That, that division is like, oh, shit. Now you have the Broncos. We still probably have some defense to work on. Yeah. Because you gave away. But Von Miller's talking about he wants to retire a Bronco. So does he go back? Like, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. So if he goes back and then your defense, you know, you can do another thing, maybe draft well. Yeah. Because you gave away some things. And they, the tight end, Noah Fant, they gave away is their better tight end. But they have a guy, Albert O. I can't say his last name. It's, it's very tricky. From yeah, Missouri. Yeah. Fucking. Not bad. Pretty talented. Pretty t- So he's going to get a good look. And that's what I was going to say. To me, tight end position is one of those. <laughs> tight end. Uh, that position has gotten so much better coming out of college now to where there's a lot more options than there used to be. It well, used to just be like, hey, Like the block. NBA, they've realized, like, hey, if you open up the field and if you have a guy up the middle that can make yeah. your safeties kind of keep looking down the middle and lose sight of wide receivers and if if you have a fucking shitty linebacker that's slow as dirt and he's covering that guy his like lunch every house every play so like, uh, Kelsey in some games oh man if they got a shitty linebacker he's just then there's one team we haven't talked about the Chargers who just got Kalumax and now they're going to have Joey Bosa Khalil Mack on oh, the other side. Oh, he's number 97, right? Bosa? Oh. Yeah, because they show... The, oh. With Kenneth Murray, OU middle linebacker. Shit. Derwin James at safety. I mean... What was Wilson thinking? Like, what are you doing, man? You went from playing in the hard... All this happened after. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but he went from playing in one of the harder divisions in the NFC to going right over to the hardest, one of the harder ones in the NFC. Okay. AFC. And then... Uh, in a in a really weird move, uh, you know, Carson Wentz goes to the Commanders. Oh yeah, for two third round picks, which means Indianapolis wanted your cracker ass out of that building. Well, I saw very quickly. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the guy on ESPN, but he had a good point, and I don't even remember his name. But his point was like, "This is your last chance, Mr. Wentz. If you want to be a starting quarterback in the NFLs, you NFLs, you got to take uh, the Commanders to the playoffs." I was like, "Huh." I mean, they have a hell of a defense, so he just needs some. And then their offense is great, but the problem is they they haven't had a quarterback. They were riding on Fitzpatrick, and he literally, the oldest quarterback, literally broke his hip last year. Uh, well, that guy they had that played against Tampa. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, like he he played decent last year, but yeah, it's just like it's a Heineke. Yeah, it's just he's not just the, not. You yeah. know, he doesn't have the arm to throw it deep to the good guys. Carson Wentz, not. I don't know. I was I, never a fan of his, so I don't know what to like. Yeah, his, I don't. His team won the Super Bowl when he was going to be MVP. Nick Foles. Yeah, with Nick Foles. So it's like, oh, okay. poor guy. I feel like the narrative kind of fucked him because totally he doesn't tear his knee. They might still go win the Super Bowl, and he's a hero, and he's still yeah, there, maybe, and everyone loves him. But like, he tears his knee, giving it all for that team. But the guy, uh, what is it that was there? Doug Peterson, like his offense for that, like that offense for a few years was real tricky when you had the RPO or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's and called. that was, and that's what I'm saying, and that was his head coach. Yeah, and. In Indianapolis, and even he was like, 
Get your cracker ass out of here. I don't want to deal with you again. You're a big old baby. Yeah, and so uh, goes to Riverboat Ron Rivera. It's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, So now now you look at that, you got, so the Giants are talking about, like, Saquon Barkley can be traded. Wow. He's not untouchable. Apparently, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson's not going to jail. That that to me was the probably one of the bigger surprises of the thing because he kind of had like the laundry list of accusers. But you said the FBI got involved and in, what were they? Okay, saying? so and this is all I read something and allegedly. Again, yeah, well, so we're I'm going to give this the allegedly uh, talk here because I know where the Deshaun FBI Watson listens <laughs> the uh, the. Uh, the FBI got involved, and apparently they had evidence that uh, four or more conspirators had gotten together to get their stories together, and uh, through That's digital communications, good. and they had like more than once physically met up. Oh, okay. So, uh, ju- yeah, so it didn't even make it past a, uh, a freaking grand jury. So, s- criminally, he is cleared. But civil, civilly, gonna, he yeah. still owes like 22, 26, somewhere in the 20s, women are still filing against him. See, that's the only thing about the trial shit. It's the, kind of the same. Remember Mr. OJ? He got cleared in the, the grand courts, yeah. but civil courts, yeah, uh, hey, you're, you're a murderer. So yeah. it's like, what the hell? <laughs> so, you had something to do with it. We just can't, yeah. Same thing as I think Ray Lewis, too. He, he cleared in the big court. Yeah. But the hey. other court, you're like, hey, bud, I think you stabbed somebody. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. But so, I'm know. just saying, uh, so apparently uh, the Panthers yeah, are real that. hot, and apparently uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be a big part of that deal Ooh. if it goes down. And apparently the Eagles are also huge in on this deal behind the scenes, and they're trying to give Jalen Hurts two ones, Jalen Rager, and like a defensive tackle as well. If I'm Houston, I probably just take that deal to not to wipe my hands of the guy. And then you have a shot a little bit with Jalen Hurts. But if I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm he's going from, to Houston. He's from Channel View, Texas, which is well, in that, Houston. That would be good for him, but they have some of the worst front office in the league. Well they just rehired everything. They just got new oh, coaching. So you might stuff be able to try and, something new. I mean I'm not gonna say you're part of a rebuild and everybody's showing up in uh, Philly. Just sure. made uh, Jason Kelsey highest paid center in the league. But uh, probably uh, one of my most former Packer that I felt like we should have kept. Jason Kelsey, the center? Yeah. They He's let like, him go at, like two years ago, and they drafted a, a rookie last year. That was Lindsley. Was it Lindsley? Cody Lindsley. Cody Lindsley. He went to the Chargers. Well, either way, they let a really good center go, and they drafted somebody. <laughs> I, was, that I, was that I was like, I'm pretty sure he's played for the Eagles like his whole yeah, career. but they didn't draft the guy from OU. They went with the guy from Ohio State. <sighs> yeah, dude, I felt the same way because we let, we're letting our center go. We haven't re-signed him yet. And but I was you like, could have got uh, who? Creed Humphrey in the second round. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. But also one of the weirder stories to come out this week around sports is Jerry Jones being sued by a woman alleging that Jerry Jones is her father. O-M-G. So apparently she found out, she does, she's never known who her dad is, and apparently she found out that her mom and Jerry entered into some sort of financial non-disclosure oh. agreement. But now she's suing him, like being like, I should have a way cooler life than this. Yeah, my mom didn't tell me you were my dad, you motherfucker. I'm back. Yeah, also, yeah, I'm going to need some of that money. So, very interesting. That's cool. Because if she's gone to that, if it's going to court, that means she's probably already tried to talk to somebody. Yeah. And be like, 
hey man, I'm gonna need that money. And they're like, you ain't getting shit. And I was like, well, I'll take you to court. He's like, bitch, take me to court. You know, so, very, I'm, I wish they would just had this on Mari. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> you are not the father. And Jerry Jones is like, I fucking told you. God damn it. He gets to like Spartan kick her if she's not like, they have some sort of agreement. He's so old. If he's Spartan kick her, it wouldn't hurt. It would just That's what like I'm saying. A, they both go down. Like yeah. they both fly backwards. It'd be <laughs> awesome. Oh, I got to say this because I didn't know this. I don't pay much attention to basketball, but LeBron James's Lakers are 29 and 37 and they're playing against the Phoenix Suns who are 53 and 14. Yeah, and they don't have Chris Paul this year, right? They haven't had him because he fucked up his thumb, so he's going to be out to almost the but playoffs. But he, he did return. He didn't retire, so he's playing for him. But, they're man, they were really good last year. Yeah. They just ran into the uh, Antecopo. Yeah, uh, the Antecopo, the Bucks, yeah. man. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I was just like, damn, Russell Wilson, like I know he's been getting, not Russell, Russell Westbrook is getting a lot of hate. Oh, his yeah. way, even his wife, which is kind of fucked up, man. Like it's, it's basketball, kind of crazy. Like man. chill out. I know he flips off the fans and stuff, which that <laughs> makes him cool in my book. He don't take y'all's bullshit. You I'll tighten no shit. Well, it's just like back in the day when the guy poured the water and got his ass beat. It's like what oh, the my fuck, God. you know? Did, on Netflix, they have, have the you malice seen? in the palace. Yeah. Have you watched that? Thirty for thirty, great, dude. Brittany had no idea that exists. My girlfriend had no idea that that was a thing. I don't think my lady does, bro. Your lady's a lady from here who watches basketball. That's what I'm saying. Like, she had a general idea. I just remember because I was going overseas, like, on a family vacation. Mm -hmm. So we're stuck at the airport, and it was the day after, and that's all that was on CNN. yeah, that's all that was on ESPN, CNN, everything. So I watched this fight, like, 80 times in one day, and it's still, like, well, my favorite thing is that the, the guy that threw the cup didn't get his ass beat. No, he got away. His friend got <laughs> whooped. It was like, oh man, I would not be friends with him anymore. Like, yeah, that was the whole thing. Turns out where it's like a, a what is it called? The person who dealt it. They yeah, didn't, they didn't yeah. get in trouble. Oh at my all. god, because so it wasn't even really crazy. Ron Artest's fault. There's other people that were fighting and shit, but he got the majority of the hey, by, fuck you, you're my, out. My favorite one was the guy that went on the court. And then squared up with like Jermaine O'Neal was like, do something, motherfucker. Jermaine just like right hooks him so hard that he slips and falls on water that's on the ground and they both go down. And the dude's just like, in next week. I'm like, like, what just happened, dude? Well, like, that what's cool about that 30 for 30 is they go into those guys all getting drafted and Reggie Miller's still on the team. And they're like, they got a legit couple of runs in them before all this shit happens. And then. But yeah. that's also when the uh, Pistons are killing it with everybody, and it's just like, whoa. We have a chance to make one last run for Reggie, and then I fucked it up by going out yeah. there and fucking treating fans like human pinatas. Because, what is it, Meta Peace? Is it Meta World Meta Peace? World Peace. That's his name now, but, man, he was a, he was a lot like... Uh, like Mr. Draymond and Rodman and yeah, all those kind of guys. Like the, but a little bit more offensive savvy, but, man, his defense was fucked up. Like, yeah. He made LeBron Patrick get, Beverly get shit. Mad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like Patrick Beverly, but bigger. Much like better thick, than... Like a thicker Patrick Beverly, because he's like... The only reason Patrick Beverly gets bodied is because he's just not as big. Like, he gets taken advantage of sometimes. But I also got to say, I never saw Ron Artest hurt a guy in the playoffs just to win the series. Patrick uh, Beverly took out Westbrook. Fuck I, that guy. I remember one time, way back in the day, when Robert Ory checked Stephen Nash oh. in the playoffs, and then Amari Stoudemire... 
and Sean Marion came off the bench, and then they got suspended for the next game for coming off the bench Spurs, off right? the Spurs. Yeah. And then we whooped them by 30 points in game six, and just like they were going to beat us in that series. But then Those Robert, Robert Ory fucking hockey checked Stephen Nash into like the players' table, like the yeah. little bench thing, and everybody's like, out of well, gut reaction. I didn't even blame him. I'm like, really? You're just, I mean, I don't think that's fair, but yeah. I'm not going to be mad. Well, because remember, Robert Rory was like, hey, I played for the, right, the Bull. No, he played for the Lakers for the big three, got three titles. Then he goes to the Played Spurs. for the Rockets before that yeah, and he, got him he with Hakeem. Went from like, bam, 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 bam. They called him Big Shot Bob. He hated it. Yeah, but he was... Tim Duncan called him Big Shot Bob instead of Big Shot Rob. Oh, hell yeah. And he hates being called Bob. That's awesome. I love Tim Duncan because you know he's like, do something about it. Oh, you're not going to do shit, big game Bob. Goddamn legend. Yeah. I love that. No, I I fucking love that game. I've said it before. The only basketball jersey I ever owned was a Tim Duncan jersey his rookie year. And it was three sizes too small for my fat little kid body. But I wore it. (laughs) Looked like I had a set of tits pushed up together in it. But hey, it was cool. My oh, my mom threw it away because it stunk so bad. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to this episode's installment of Chatter Chatter. <laughs> Man, this hippie stick that I got is fucking badass. The I packaging got, is dope too. Yeah, it's called the hippie stick too. I got it at the show I did on Friday at the. Uh, it's called the uh, what's it called? The Max. It's Max. like a building that is. Uh, they do a lot of stuff out of there. They're trying to make a new venue. Uh, shout out to Chandler Watson for putting me on the show, and shout out to I believe it is called the Hash Bros. Is what produces this and some really good uh concentrates like you like and his very good hippie stick it's supposed to be infused with all the resins and all that shit i mean i'm high yeah and it didn't burn right so i know it's got something in it yeah no i it's very hard uh to see when you get those that they uh they don't burn like weird along the seam or something it's very uh uh, and it's called durban poison flower oh nice that's always a good one uh, sativa dominant hybrid and geez, man, like total 49.7, and it has 3.15 terps. Yeah, high on the terps, it's solid. THC is 42. Yeah, it's good, man. Like you said, the terp uh, level is about five, right? Is where it usually goes for the highest. Well, yeah, it's just, yeah, that's what, uh, yeah, I, my, my girlfriend's in the business. She actually does a uh, really good job working for some local people, doing some compliance, making sure people are getting some safe products, making sure the... Uh, she's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, she's making sure patients are not getting served bullshit with mold and all sorts of microscopic bullshit that's going to fuck you up in the uh, long run. So just, shout out to uh, everybody growing the right way. And let me say shout outs to how Oklahoma has changed just since this has been legalized. It's made comedy shows funner. It's made a lot of different things a lot funner. So it's made it people more tolerable. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that, but that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Damn, I was in that shit, man. I never had no dope like that before in my life, man. That's the heaviest shit I ever smoked, man. I mean, I smoked a lot of shit before, man. But goddamn, man, that's heavy shit. Smoke weed every day. Yes. All right, well, here's a big one. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. 
This shit is crazy, guys. This is super horrifying for me because you know I'm all about Go Pack Go. But there was an announcement made online by a man who everybody knows him as Tom Brady. And Mr. Brady, basically, he posted this like, I don't know, a couple, maybe 30 minutes ago. It says, Less. this past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'll be coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business. LFG, which I believe stands for Let's Fucking Go. Yeah. So uh, uh, that makes me sad, but also happy because we get to, like, he is the GOAT. And did you see the, there's already a post of him wearing number 45 because they can't give him his old number, kind of like uh, uh, Mr. Michael Jordan. I was like, That's so yeah. funny. If, I think uh, that's, the, I mean, they already do have a linebacker that wears 45. Yeah. That's fine. But that's hilarious, though. I like that they did that. That's I mean, fantastic. it's the two goats. Come, I mean, that's what's funny. They're acting like it's the same thing. It's not even close. He didn't even take a full year off to play baseball or yeah, anything. Yeah, no, and I mean, like, Carson. He said two months. Two the months. NFC, AFC traded Carson Wentz for Russell Wilson. The NFC uh, quarterback yeah. picture. Is not like stacked. You could say like me, Dak and Rogers, of course, numero uno. Yeah. Now, obviously, Tommy's back. Look now. at this meme. It's Tom Brady from one of his like nice modeling commercials. It says Tom Brady after two weeks at home. Man, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hey. Oh my god. I in my heart of hearts, I didn't think he was really done. I thought it was funny that he even announced it, but then turns out it wasn't even really him. It was some other shit, and he just kind of went with. It. I really think that he was like. Man, I think I could be done. I don't think I want to do it anymore. And then it showed him yesterday. He was at a uh, Manchester United soccer game. Oh, yeah. And he met Ronaldo, who's like 36 years old and still like a freaking monster. Totally. And he was like, man, you're still playing well. You're still freaking killing it. Like, congrats, bro. And then today, this announcement. Well, meanwhile, but- he's like 45. He's going to be 45 this season, right? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Golly, I mean, I I really my deal with Rogers is not Rogers uh, Brady is like, yeah I hated him for a long time, but then like me and Greg have talked about it, I kind of started liking him after that Atlanta game comeback. But for him to like, I don't think he wanted to announce a retirement. I felt like some people on his uh, whatever fucked up and said something, and then it got put out there, and he's kind of like, oh yeah I'm retired, and then he's like, oh two months with my kids and stuff, I'm ready to come back. It's like, yeah, I figured you would. I just, uh, well, he seems so adamant because the news came out. Yeah. And then he was, he had a chance to be like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. I don't want to do, I'm not going to, but he went out of his way, made this super long. Exactly. Funny thing about his, uh, when he said like goodbye at the end, he had that long thing, no mention of the Patriots at all. No. Hilarious. Yeah. But now he's coming back. Well, the best part about this for me personally was like I was hanging out. I had to work my ass off. There was a Patty's crawl down at JJ's yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm talking with the bar owner and he's like, hey, man, what's this shit here about Tom Brady coming back? I'm like, man, that motherfucker retired. He ain't coming back. People just like. That was last night? Li- yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> literally like at 7 p.m. yesterday, literally 24 got, hours ago. He was like, leaked that early, probably. No, he was just like, I heard like over the week, like. People were asking about Tom Brady coming back. I was like, he said he was fucking done. That dude, like, 
He was old. Uh, tell there's me this. No, there's no way he's coming back. And then literally 24. Ass clown, Greg. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news yes. story. So uh, this, the, Justin Keithley's just, it's making it rain over here. I'm and, fucking and, happy about this one. All right. So Kirk Cousins. Will uh, have a one-year extension on his deal to stay with the Vikings for $35 million. Hell so yeah. not only will you have an average or below-average quarterback, but you will take up a large sum of your cap so you can't get any better. Hell yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> you, no, it's, you like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I do as a Packer yeah. fan. I do. Yeah, I fully I, I endorse they that. beat us once last year, so I can't say it all. I mean, honestly, uh, Vikings with Dalvin Cook, Thielen, Justin Jefferson. That guy. Yeah, they. I mean, they have a good. If they had a good quarterback, they'd probably be winning. Yeah, really more. good. <laughs> if you put Burrow on that team, like you know oh, what I'm saying, they're yeah. on fire. But it's almost the same team. Basically, he has Burrow has. Like if you swap them, I think yeah. Burrow does better on the Vikings. But also, like uh, your offensive lines aren't exactly what you'd call like top five. No, no, uh, not even close. So yeah, actually, in tomorrow starts the free agency tampering period. Well, I'm really so glad we'll start announcing deals and shit. And it seems like we're getting ahead of ourselves. And I'm glad Green Bay got this shit with Rodgers out of the way for sure. Excuse so what? Me, what's beautiful about this is you know when Tom Brady's a goddamn rocket surgeon. Yeah, you know why this is hilarious? Comes on the night. Of free agency. So all those. So yeah. everybody who's out there is like, I want to play with Tom Brady on his last season. Yep. So now you're going to get a whole bunch of fucking ring chasers, people that take discounts. Totally. Everybody, they might be able to build another super team because everybody saw what the Rams did. Everybody saw what Tampa Bay did. Everybody, mm-hmm. you've been having these one year kind of just. And they're really similar because Tampa also had a good defense when they got them. And same for the Rams. Their defense was pretty salty. They just needed, like, I'm not going to say Matt Stafford's the same as Brady, but getting a decent quarterback can help you a lot. No, and it is totally a Involved, like who? No wonder Rogers was like, "I'm not going to Tampa. Brady's coming back. I ain't gonna." I'm telling you, people know that. You know what I'm saying? Like they all talk. They all talk and shit. But I'm sure it's that meme is correct. Brady two weeks in was starting to call people like, "Dude, I gotta get the fuck out of here." Dude, I just watched what's on Nick Junior right now. Do you know what the fuck is on here? All these non-binary robots rubbing Uh, together, talking about like (laughs) their shapes. They're trying to brainwash our kids, guys. He's like, I can't, I can't be out of here. I'm the only one allowed to kiss my son. No, <laughs> what would be funnier is if he's like, you got to get me out of here. My kid keeps trying to kiss me on the mouth. Uh, there you go. Oh, you didn't train him to do that, huh? <laughs> he's like, I was like, hey, man, you're getting too old. I was like, come here, dad. He's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. No, dad, let me get some of the tongue this time. Yeah, but here's the thing is uh, at the combine that. this last week, yeah. they asked Bruce Arians like, he was like, man, Tom's oh, yeah. Tom's retired. But, like, if he shows up, like, am I slamming the door in Tom Brady's face? No, no, no. It's like, no. welcome. So he knew because Tom, like, anybody that's close to Tom Brady within the last, like, whatever amount of years or amount of months it's been knows that the dude's itching. Like, fuck, man, I thought I wanted to retire, but I don't. Which, hey, I, hey, if he can still play, play, you know, because uh, – his last season wasn't like it. Like, the thing with, uh, I believe Peyton Manning, he's the last guy I can think of that, like, in his last season, it was not the same guy with the arm. Like, because he never had a super 
powerful arm, he was more accuracy, right? And then as he got older, he lost that ability to zing the deep ball, and you could tell it was like, okay, well, basically uh, Manning is good because of the checkdowns, he can change the play, and he gets something to happen. Brady still has, like, he, he he's the only one I've seen so far that hasn't had a huge drop in the way he throws the ball. Like, he, like, that video of him hitting the fucking dummy on the golf cart from, like, 50 yards is like, okay, that thing's moving. Wow, okay. So, for me, I think Brady coming back, that's cool for the league. I think it's another, like... Uh, big season for them to. I, hopefully, they don't do the Kobe thing or the the guys who are on their last season. They have the big hoo ha every <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, the or the last last dance thing. Yeah, it's just like, geez, man. And I hopefully he knows that that will be possible. So he's going to be like, no, I'm going to play two years. Yeah, man. I uh, man, I I didn't think this was going to happen. I really thought this was it. I, wow. I, in my heart of hearts, I thought it was fucking over. And I, uh, whatever, man. I'm happy about it. It's going to be interesting. I guess there's a lot of movement. So he does this tonight right before everybody's able to sign deals. So uh, it's going to be super interesting. Hey, there, there's something I just saw that I don't know if you know, but I'm sure you do because it's San Antonio. Like Greg Popovich became the most winningest yep. head coach in NBA history. That's badass. Yeah, because absolutely. He's, I, I'm supposed to hate him because I'm a Thunder fan or whatever, but he's by far my favorite coach that's been in the league. He is so damn funny. Yeah, he's And great. also, he's so politically poignant, straightforward. Well, the way he, he called out uh, Barry, uh, whatever his name is, from the city for talking with food in his mouth, it was hilarious. Uh, oh, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, you talking to me with food in your mouth? <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, do you want to finish chewing before you start talking to me? He played for the Sooners, too. It's Barry. Uh, yeah, he's like, where were you raised? <laughs> Barry Trammell. No, it's not Barry Trammell. Uh, never. Yeah. But, dude, it was funny to me because it was like, ha-ha, yes. But go Popovich. Okay, let's get into our UFC talk. Ooh, so apparently there's a book that they're trying to make for this summer that we're looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz Poirier. I really hope it happens. So that would be poor, that would be Nate Diaz's last fight on his current deal. Yeah, and we've already had Dana say that he really what he does want to sign him for more fights, so he's not saying it's over. So, but does Nate Diaz want to do more fights? I don't know. He because he's so wishy washy. Is that a negotiation thing? I don't know because his tweets are like, "Let me get this last fight on my deal so I can get the fuck out of here." You know? That's what okay. I'm saying. I, I'm always wondering because he's always like, "Man, I don't even like doing this shit." Like, I'm always yeah. wondering how how much actual truth there is to that. Because, or is that a negotiating thing where it's like, man, if you're going to give me in here, you're going to have to give me a lot of money. You know, like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't yeah, yeah, I would I mean, it's working. I mean, he's like, uh, after the two Connor fights that like cemented him as being, you know, he's a pay-per-view hit, uh, for sure. He, he even helped, uh, Leon Edwards get fans because they fought, you know? So my deal is, man, I would like to see him port fight. <laughs> Fight Poirier or he gets the third Connor fight. I just want to see him with a cool fight if he doesn't fight again after that. Yeah, because Poirier is in this weird limbo where he can't fight for the title, you know, yeah. soon, but he needs to be active. But it's like, fuck, how much damage do you want to take on the way to a freaking another title shot? And, totally. and you've got all these killers in that division right now. I mean, they announced the that there will be a Ferguson versus Chandler fight, and that, for <gasps> me, is like, oh, shit, hell yeah. I think that's like... That's on one of the ne- like the next three pay-per-views, I believe. Man, and I think that's one of those, like, who sticks around? 
Yeah, it really is because Chandler like is good. Okay, as he but is, Chandler has the best zero and twos. Yeah, you know, like, he's the best zero and two fighter. Well, he's one and two because remember he beat Hooker in the first. Oh, okay, fight. yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. But I'm saying his last two, his yeah. only two losses have been some barn burners for sure. That's well, what I'm saying. His last, yeah, his last three fights, even though two of them are losses, are more. Uh, because he didn't lose every round like Ferguson has lost in his last three. I think he's lost every round. So it's like, shit. Because that last one, remember he let, uh, what is it? Darius just fucking, what was it, his leg? One Something where he was just tearing it up. You're like, oh, jeez. And then the fight before that, that he lost to uh, uh, Charlie Olive. Same thing. He just let his arm get tore off. And I was like, jeez, dude, dude. No, and I mean, just the way that guy deals with pain is. He's on another level. Next level. Yeah. Man, and then other fight night that I'm looking forward to, it's coming up uh, next month, uh, Luke Muhammad. Woo-hoo. Vicente Luke Muhammad's going to main, uh, you know, be the main uh, event. But the on next a- one for this month is a pretty good one, too, with Tom Aspinall and uh, Alexander Volkov. That's an exciting, <sighs> like, for heavy, I think that's heavyweight, so... Aspinall is one of those guys that's a younger dude. Like, hey, maybe he gets to go up there. Because we got Tui, too. Tui might get the Stipe fight, which, fuck yeah. Heavyweight is interesting. Yeah, because... For the also, first time in how long? Because you also have the shit going on with Ngannou. Where does he... Is he going to fight again oh, or what? Oh, did you did you hear the news? I'm probably behind. Dana White and Ngannou. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the behest of his agent, Nganu asked was asked to meet Dana White privately for dinner. Fuck yeah! So they actually met in person. Yes. Okay. So and uh, his agent come out afterwards and said it is within his belief that there will be a deal struck to where he will be a UFC fighter. Okay. Gosh, I but, hope so. And I mean, that could be him trying to pressure, put that out there and make it look like if it falls apart that it's on Dana. Yeah. Okay. Well, that card with uh, the two heavyweights, you also got uh, Arnold Allen versus Dan Hooker. You got Patty to Batty is going to fight Kazula Vargas. I mean, that whole little uh, fight night has some fucking great cards and it even has Paul the Bear Jew. Oh, dude, I mean, the fight nights, it's been very weird. Yeah, they're either awesome or you're like, oh, there's one cool fight. It's the last one. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I know it's hard because it's they're trying to build some of these people up. So if you do start watching it every week, you get to watch these people come up and you can fall in love with fighters. And I think that's what, because it's been just like growing exponentially, I think that's, you know, kind of what to do because sometimes even the pay-per-views are duds. They can happen every now and then. Yeah, I mean, that's like, I think that's the deal with pay-per-views because even when boxing was in its heyday, you could have like a pay-per-view that's supposed to be Tyson fighting a guy and he sparks him in 30 seconds. And And he paid 80 bucks. Yeah, and all the undercard fights were shit. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that wasn't worth it. No, so, I mean, just the, and these, uh... Oh, these fights are just getting fucking more interesting and more interesting. And the, uh, I will say that I, I firmly believe the difference between the 15th ranked fighter in a division and the fifth best divider isn't that much right now in a lot of the divisions. Well, I feel and that's like at a high level. That's not because the fifth one is dog yeah. shit. And I think it's also like UFC actually makes some, they make fights that wouldn't happen in boxing. 
because the uh, Gilbert Burns versus Makachev, that fight probably wouldn't happen if they're two different boxers from whatever. But it's going to happen. We're going to get to see is is he the real deal? Because Gilbert Burns ain't no slouch on the ground. So he's not going to be able to just take him down and beat the shit out of him. He has the chance of getting submitted. But who knows, man? I mean, he might end up just... what If he walks right through him and then he gets a shot at Usman, walks through him, goes up to <laughs> Izzy's weight class, then we got our, like, what would you call it? We'd call it the hype of Connor, but backed up by an actual force of nature. Yeah. Like, Connor was a force of nature until maybe Khabib, I guess, or until he got so much money, probably after the Floyd fight. But it, it's like... It, that was that was just game-changing for him. Yeah. So, I feel like Mr. Uh, Smash, he has, like, one thing in mind, and that's just, like... I'm going to get everybody. That part is like, oh, geez, dude. Like, okay, you're scary. Because he picked up a man and walked across. It, it was, so he could go have a conversation with someone. It was like some of those videos you see of the bouncer picking up a shitty guy at a bar and just carrying him out of the bar. But he did that in a professional fight to like, hey, Dana, you give me the tile. I just, it was like, oh, man, he's scary. And who also else is scary is the Brit, Mr. Tom Aspinall. I like him. He's very slick for a big heavyweight. So this is going to be kind of a day fight because this is the first international other than like Abu Dhabi yeah. fight in a very long time. They're it's fighting in this London. one. In, they're fighting in London. They're fighting in Wembley. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. So we were just talking uh, Chandler Ferguson. That is on the Oliveira Gaethje. Donald Cerrone, Le, uh, Joe Lozon, Machine Gun, uh, Machine Gun, Whoa. Mauricio Rua, Ovin St. Prue yeah. card. I can't, that's another guy. Uh, Mauricio Hua, Shogun Hua, still fighting. What the fuck? I remember him getting beat by Leota Machida because of leg kicks whenever he was champ, the first time they fought. Because I was a big Hua fan. Like, he was awesome to watch. Him and Machida. Yeah. But then their reigns were so short-lived. Because oh, they just yeah. looked like, at the t- because we sell Silva. And you thought, oh, these, all these yeah. you know, the Brazilian, it's going to, you know, it's a it takeover. It wasn't the same. Because then uh, Leota Machida ran into uh, Evans? Or yeah, no, Rashad he, Evans. Yeah. He lost and then Evans. Evans to, went to Woodley. Yeah. No, no, this is light heavyweight. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 sorry. Rashad, light heavyweight, I believe he loses to uh, Force Griffin, right? And then for no. That was before. That was Man, all after that. See, it's wow, so hard to did. remember, like, the yeah. light heavyweight reign because it's one of those ones where there There's, for a there while, hasn't like, been a long, long reigning in a while. Well, really long while. Besides uh, John Jones, he's the only one that, like. I think that, oh, John Jones was Machida. Yeah, he took it from John and, and then had it just had yeah. it forever. Okay, you're right. There you go. Because if you oh, if I remember right, it was Rashad that took it from the Iceman, and then Leota Machida took it from Hua or took it from Rashad. No, who was the one that he submitted and took the title? Like who was the one that had the title and John uh, John Jones just ran through him? He did a flying knee and a spinning elbow within the first thirty seconds. And they were like, "What the fuck?" Was that the same proof? No, no, it's it's John versus Hua, and then he fought Leota Machida later as the champ and, yeah, 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 and choked yeah, yeah. him to death standing up. Yeah. But Hua is the one he took the title from. It's like, Jesus, who is this guy? Dude, does he fight this year, I hope? Man, I don't know. Like, I, I can never say that I'm going to root big time for him, but, but I, if he I wanted, again, I, he's entertaining to watch. For sure. He's a very good and, fighter. And I like, uh, we talked about, did you just say that 
Was the Stipe, is that two is that like a real thing or is that just like I think that's, conjecture as they say? I think that just the way the heavyweight division stands, it makes sense because Tua just beat number five and that's the black piece. So it makes sense that his next fight could be somebody in the top five, and the top five is literally like gone, Stipe, I guess John Jones, if he does fight, and then you got the champ in Ganu. There's not that many ahead of uh, Tui now, like, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you have to see where Derek Lewis' heart is at. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you have to see how this, this fight shakes out tonight this, or next, next week, week, excuse yeah. me. The Aspinall versus uh, Volkov, like, if Aspinall, Aspinall was able to, like, knock him out real quick, I mean, that could set up a fight with Tui because they're both, like, Young Bucks coming up in the top 10, and shit, you want to see some guys that, man, Tui's my favorite. There's nothing better. Like, the way he stood up while he had the Black Beast just pounding his face, and it was like it was nothing. It's like, shit. Mark Kerr. Not Mark Kerr. Is it Mark Kerr? No. Mark Col... Not Coleman. What's his name? The guy from the Aussie that he trained with. Uh, Mark Hunt? Mark Hunt made him into just a machine, dude. dude he's, he said, uh, stop him. how'd you learn how to get such a strong chin? He's, he's like, like, I used to train with Mark Hunt. In fact, you yeah. used to beat the fucking shit out of me. He knocked the piss out of me, and I have to get up and keep fighting, you know? <laughs> it's like, dingo ate your fucking brain, you know? All right, let's go. Peace. West Side Sydney, motherfuckers. Yeah, or whatever it is he says. I love that he always does the West Side symbol. You're my favorite fighter if you hear this in Australia, Mr. Tui. Okay, well, um, I don't think we're going to really go through that whole card of Aspen. Nah, no, no, no. There's, there's a few good ones on there. Yeah, uh, Patty the Batty. Patty the Batty. That's going to be a big thing because uh, he's kind of in that Sugar Sean O'Malley mold mm-hmm. where he's got that uh, the, the social medias. Well, not only that, buzz. Dan Hooker has to fight a 17-1 and guy. At, he went back down to 145, and he's fighting Arnold Allen. So Dan Hooker's getting thrown right into the... Fucking bond, man. And there's love, a lot of uh, English guys on this card. So, yeah, and I mean, that's what I'm. There's a lot of guys we haven't seen fight in a long time because they've been yeah. stuck because their their COVID sitch was a lot different than ours. I so. think the whole like main card is badass. You got you know it starts with Paul the Bear Jew and it just like works its way up. You even got Gutter Nelson back fighting. Yeah, prelim card, prelim card, you got one of my guys, uh, Makwan Americani versus Mike Gundy. Mike Grundy, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I saw that and went pure mullet. Hey, Mike Grundy. My, oh, oh, man. I remember Americani, this son of a bitch. Yeah, always. he was a guy that was beating you on UFC and you were cursing his name. Yeah, always. But this Grundy guy is from England as well. There's a lot of Brits on this card, dude. And this is cool. They all look Lightly the same. Yeah, they're, they're all, all like bald, fair skin, bald, fair skin, white. Or, or they have a crazy bowl cut like Patty Pimplet. Oh my god, I can't even figure. My that favorite out. thing was them just roasting his haircut when he got in the UFC. They're like, "Hey, dude, hey, that might be cool in England, but bro, you're in the UFC now. Get yourself a Caesar cutter. Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> well, hell yeah, that's going to be a great card. And I mean, UFC right now has everything stacked up. To the backup, like, we're like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. Oh, and this part's for Greg. I can't forget it for Greg. Greg is maybe one of the only people I know that gives a shit about this announcement. <laughs> Baseball is back, guys. <laughs> it is back. And, hey, 
Greg is happy, so we're uh, happy. Yeah, I've got something to bet on through the summer. That's really what it is, because then we're going to have nothing. I was going to be betting on Korean baseball stand well, up to 4 a.m. Well, for me, I feel like it would be better if it didn't happen, so you could save all that money and bet on the good shit like football and UFC. Uh, I mean, or I really, don't bet at all. Take it from a guy who, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, uh, man, I really excited that I can't believe this card is kind of as deep as it is for being it, but Patty, Patty, he's going to try to put on one of those shows. I think they've set him up that way. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. I think it's going to be a good card. I think, uh, UFC for this card and then the upcoming upcoming pay-per-view is going to be legit too. So UFC's killing it like always. And, uh. We're killing it, dude. We just did a nice segment of time, almost one full hour, even though we were having internet issues. And oh, yeah, I upgraded our internet, so that's cool. Yeah. I had to to get this son bitch going. So I think it was uh, President Biden trying to shut it's down everything else going on right now. <laughs> Christ Almighty! Oh man, it. Uh, hey everybody, just we really appreciate you guys. Always, whoever listens and always listens, we love it and we appreciate it. And remember, like. If you're listening on uh, Spotify, give us a cool review. There's a way I can set up a poll through what we upload the podcast through. Maybe we'll set up a poll here pretty soon where we like vote. Should Justin show his dick or should Greg? No, show his please dick? don't. No, please don't do that. No, no, it's a joke. You know what I miss? I miss the old. You used to be able to. You know, you, there were copiers everywhere, and you could just go sit on a copier and just yeah. like take a picture. You copy your ass. Copy your ass. I, you know, like those are things our kids will never get to do. Yeah, and you know what? Because if you sit on a scanner or a printer, it's fucking done. Like yeah. no, you'll break the household uh, printer. What happened? I tried to scan my ass. But there are still like big office buildings where you could potentially do it. It's still going to be a digital copy. But hey, go out there and try it, folks. <laughs> I don't want to copy my... Uh, now that I'm grown, it's just going to be like, oh my God, I don't see anything but hair. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one... Okay. Funny, quick story we'll get out of here. One time my parents had... Because you know my dad had his own business and my mom... Upstairs in their office, they had like an industrial regular office printer. And one time my brother like took a pic, like copied his ass. And then like for some reason, just like ditched it inside the office, like didn't just throw it away. And oh. so like well, my mom was like, what the hell? And then my brother blamed me for it. Of course I'm like, did. look at this. This is a grown man ass. I am like, he's six years older than me. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh my God, like, how did I not think of this? I'm like, I'm not going to say it. I can't say it, but it's fine. Like, mom, look, there's hair all (laughs) over the testicles. I don't even have that yet. I wish I did, but this is, this is big brother Josh's balls or whoever. Because I know my brother's name is Josh. You have a brother named Josh, but whatever. Yeah. Josh, Justin, everything. Jeez, weird. Both Keithleys. It's crazy. But you guys are K-E-A. Yeah. We're the ones that, like, I think we're the ones that lived in Missouri and had slaves and stuff. So be happy that you're... No, I'm just joking. I looked up... I uh, got super dark. No, I looked up our last name before they made us pay, and it said a lot of Keithleys that way lived in Missouri, but also in uh, West Virginia and Maryland. But I was just like, oh, that's funny. Great. Back in the 1860s. But that doesn't mean they had that for sure, because there's... (laughs) I'm pretty sure the Keithleys were poor most of their existence, but... Hey, if they did, ha- I want to say sorry right now. <laughs> no, I'm just being a Karen. But it's cool just looking that shit up because it was Keegley or Keithley. 
or Keegley and Knightley, and they showed that last thing that they had just the split off of. It was like, oh, oh dude, wow. it's so crazy. It's just like they, you're like, hey, we moved to America, so we changed it a little bit. I had this thing where I was thinking <clears throat> where I think what those twenty three and Me companies do is you send in your results. And then they look you up on Facebook and they're like, what does this motherfucker want to be? You know, and then they give you the answer you want. Is that why dudes who are like white rappers that aren't very good at being a white rapper that is supposed to be black, like always like, dude, he came back. I'm 1% Nigerian or whatever. Uh, Is that why? I would. Yeah, I probably would. Like, uh, what's his name? Did that really well. Uh, Mike Perry, except for that last uh, bare knuckle fight. Not so Actually, okay, so Kevin Lee beat Sanchez. Yeah. But Sanchez looked like a monster. That's crazy. As soon as you get away from the guy that tries to stab you during training, Apparently, you Apparently, El Stabo Stabo wasn't doing you justice. So, man, they said he almost died from COVID and all this shit like two months ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Khabib said it's an honor to have him. I wonder how long he's going to keep doing this for. I mean, he's like... He 40. Won, he won like UFC uh, Tough 2, I think. He's very. He was the original winner, wasn't he? No, because that was. Uh, Who was that? That was Forrest Griffin and uh, the other. Oh, yeah. Guy. And then, yeah. So he was like the Number second two, or. Yeah. yeah, no, second or third max. He was on the second. Yeah, I think he was on the second season, honestly. But either way, he's been fighting forever. So uh, I really like what Khabib's doing with Eagle FC. So keep it up, brother. Uh, but. Man, I just hope it doesn't turn into the place where all the old fighters go to like keep fighting when they shouldn't be. No, and uh, man, I honestly I love the sport. I'm really hyped about everything. Mm-hmm. We'll have a huge, probably bulk of it will be a lot of free agency news next week. Hopefully, our teams get better. Yes. Hopefully, your team sung, signs Young Way Koo. Hopefully you get that kicker yeah, from the Atlanta from Atlanta. Sure. I'm hoping yeah. we get OJ Howard from tight end who leaves Tampa Bay. But now that that asshole's coming back, maybe he stays. Yeah, he, but very excited. Uh, can't wait to see you guys next week, and uh, eventually you will see us for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Actually. Uh, that's going swimmingly. I'm actually getting that started. So love you guys. Please rate us. Follow us on the gram. Love you guys so much. And as always, keep on chiefing. Thank you for listening to the Talking Bluntly podcast. Make sure you rate us five stars on wherever you listen to your podcast. Again, we appreciate you guys listening. And as always, keep on chiefing.